This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Merry Christmas. I hope all of you listening are looking forward and mostly ready and enjoying the preparations you have left. This half hour, we're going to delve into a Christmas controversy. Have we lost some of the meaning of Christmas with all the commercialism that surrounds it? Most people apparently feel we have, but this type of nostalgia for the good old days has been around for decades. And remember, a few years ago, we were all talking about the war on Christmas, where people believed there was a major push to move Christianity out of Christmas in favor of a secularized and broadened happy holidays. Well, according to a number of surveys, now the overwhelming majority of people prefer to greet others with Merry Christmas. So is that war over? I'd like to hear from you. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free one 866-740-4740. Now, I would like to welcome Dave Kurzinski, Research Director at the Angus Reid Institute, Rick Salutin, a Toronto-based author and journalist, and Frank Orlando, Director of the St. Leo University Polling Institute in Florida. Welcome you all, and thank you so much for being with us on Christmas Eve. Hi. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay, great. Uh, Let us start with Dave Kurzinski in Vancouver. Uh, You conducted a poll, a very recent poll. So, uh, back in 1988, which most of us remember, 27% of Canadians said that this season was primarily a religious celebration. That was still very far off a majority. But today, just one in 10 say the same thing. And most people say the season is about fun and festivities and family rather than faith. That number is 53%. Uh, Were you surprised by any of those findings, Dave? Yeah, I think it was interesting. Uh, And I think it correlates a little bit um, with what you were talking about, how, you know, when we ask people whether or not this is Christmas or the holiday season for them, we found over the last, uh, we asked this in 2015, and we asked it again this year, and it's consistent across all of the generations and across the years that most people consider this Christmas. They don't necessarily lean towards using the holiday season term. It's about four and five. So for everybody, you know, the, the vast majority, it is Christmas, but it's celebrated in such a different way than uh, in the past number of years. I think, you know, if you went back, from 1988, even another 20 years, that the primarily religious group would grow. But as you mentioned, it's dropped by two-thirds over that time. And you've got 53% of Canadians who say now that this is primarily a, a season of festivities and fun, rather than one where they're taking in more of a religious type of uh, celebration. And I should note that one in three say that it's about both equally. So you've got just over 40% of Canadians celebrating some religious aspect uh, to the season, 
but even that is down from about 56% in that 1988 number. So it is something where it's become more secularized, um, despite the fact that uh, 92% of Canadians celebrate Christmas, and most people uh, are, are just fine saying Merry Christmas. I thought that was uh, really interesting to to note some of those trends. Okay, let's bring in Frank Orlando. And Frank, you're in the United States, which where generally people are more religious than they are here. And I think that the the war or the feeling that there was a war on Christmas was was much more widely held. Uh, what do people think about that now? Well, I, I think that perhaps the war on Christmas rhetoric has diminished since uh, the the height of that in 2016 and 2017 when it was a really big campaign issue. Um, but it is definitely something that, uh, like a lot of aspects of American culture, has become extremely polarized. Um, you know, uh, where for a while saying Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays seemed like it was a political act. <laughs> and I think that as that rhetoric has toned down, um, we've seen that uh, if you look at the last time we asked uh, our series of questions in 2016 and 2017 about people's preferred holiday greetings, we see pretty similarly the, the same number of percentage uh, people prefer to say Merry Christmas, and it's an overwhelming lead. Uh, in fact, even more percentage, uh, an even higher percentage of people in 2019 prefer Merry Christmas over Happy Holidays and Seasons Greetings as their preferred uh, method of, of greeting someone during the Christmas season. But does so, that mean they are going to celebrate religiously or, or just uh, well, fun festivities, so, family? Right. So as, as, as you correctly mentioned, uh, the United States is probably uh, a little more uh, religiously observant than Canada in terms of rates of re- religiosity. And so when we ask people what they thought of Christmas, whether it's primarily religious or primarily cultural, um, we found that about uh, 35% uh, said that it was mostly or all cultural, but almost 60% said that it was at least evenly religious or mostly religious. So uh, there is probably a higher rate of religious observance and a higher connection between religion and Christmas, although that has obviously declined um, in the past 20 or 30 years as fewer and fewer people, even in the United States, are religious. Uh, I'd like to bring in uh, Rick Salutin. Now, Rick, you say that the secularization and the broadening of the holiday is a good thing. Well, I think, uh, I I certainly don't think there's a war on uh, Christmas, and there never was. That was a scam. Although, in some senses, you know, Christianity should be so lucky as to experience a war on it, because it might take it back to its roots in uh, certain, in the catacombs and uh, as a uh, a minority religion that really depended on people clinging to its faith. I mean, uh, Christmas itself is a kind of a red herring because it hasn't been secularized so much as uh, re-secularized. It was originally a pagan holiday. I think that's part of the appeal. I mean, the reason that people love Christmas uh, is primarily because it comes at such an awful time of year. People are depressed. And what it always was, was marking the turn away from the darkness and back 
toward light. And Christianity, just that had been around for uh, eons before uh, the rise of Christianity. And Christianity got drawn in on that and, uh, and used it. Yeah, but you know what? Um, what? Most holidays of all religions kind of build on what was there beforehand. It's not just Christmas. Well, yes, but but then the question is, what are you going to put your emphasis on? I mean, I think for Christianity, Christ, Christmas, as I understand it, was not a um, was not nearly as central until quite recently, and in the nineteenth century, when it. Uh, when it became more grandiose, there was a lot of resistance because the real Christian uh, hol- central holiday is Easter, yep. where the resurrection is uh, is uh, centered. So, in some ways, Christian uh, Christmas was a deflection of the real meaning of Christianity. Anyway, now there's no there's no war on Christmas, but as I say, in a way, they should be so lucky. Well, uh, the, around the world, not, not in North America, the, the fact is that, that Christians and Christianity is a persecuted religion, possibly the most uh, widely persecuted religion in some countries. So, uh, but anyway, moving right along. Uh, uh, okay, we, uh, I'd be glad to come back to that. But, um, moving right along, uh, let's go to the meaning of Christmas. So... Is when people feel that it's lost or too commercialized, is is that just nostalgia? Because, uh, Dave, I think that you've measured that that even going back seventy years, people always felt the same thing. Yeah, that was that's my my favorite finding in the survey. So I spent some time combing the archives to kind of find questions that I think would be interesting to compare across generations, and that's the one that has the most kind of parallel. So we asked people, do you think that Christmas is losing some of its meaning? And I think that for people now, uh, you know, sometimes you go to buy Halloween candy and there's already Christmas uh, decorations and candy on display. And it really is kind of the this, this season has crept so far uh, away from its, its central core that I think a lot of people feel like yeah, the volume of the season is a lot higher than it was now. Uh, than it was previously, and it's just something where where people look back and they want they think back of a maybe a quieter time. So about seven in ten Canadians now say that they think Christmas is is losing some of its real meaning. Uh, but in 1953, uh, about four percent fewer, so 65 percent said that they they felt the same thing. They thought that it was losing some of its meaning. So I think that there's a, a couple of things there. One is kind of the move away from uh, the more traditionally religious uh, aspects of it. You know, we've got about half of the people who were going to go to church um, in 1995 say that they're going to go now, but from 53 down to 26%. And the other thing, I think, is when you're asked a question like this as an adult, it's very easy to think back to the time when you were a child, a child and just as the passage of time kind of goes along, uh, you know, things things have been speeding up and, and getting louder, and, and it's a lot busier. And I think that that's just something for adults at any time. If you can think back to 20 years or 30 years or 40 years ago, it seems like a quieter time. It's a more traditional, uh, you, you think about time with your family and, and just, you know, getting two weeks off of school and just really enjoying it. And I think there's a lot more stress now, and people don't take as much time to just kind of sit back in quiet contemplation, um, as, uh, so I'm not sure who said it, but as the, the previous speaker said, you know, this is really, it's, it's, 
They're the longest days of the year. It's the darkest time of year. And it's really something where people just want to sit around and just enjoy themselves and be warm with friends and family, or if they're religious, you know, join their religious community. And I think that's something that people find a little bit harder to do these days with all of the, the extra pressures. And it's something that was a lot easier when you were a kid and your parents would just, you know, take you to, to church on Christmas and, and you would just enjoy it as, a, as an observer. So I think there's a couple of things at play there. Well, you know, uh, speaking of, of, of stress and a lack of quiet, you know, I'm sure we anybody who turns on the TV can see the live shots of the parking lots at Yorkdale and other large malls. And I mean, <laughs> uh, hard for me to understand why anyone would want to be there right now. I know... Um, for many years, I was the money reporter at City TV, and I I had to be there working, and, and it was. I'm very glad that I don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's would... just another the pressure and the stress and and one of the things in Dave's uh, findings uh, we can bring Rick in on this was that most people look forward to the holidays except especially low-income people because they can't fulfill all these expectations Rick well I think you know I I think there's another side to that Um, and that the so-called secularized Christmas and buying and giving and feasting and drinking I think that actually in in a kind of a, a somewhat twisted um, sense, it is what early Christianity was about. It was about community. It wasn't necessarily primarily about faith, or it was about faith, but it was also about that Christian community and people um, joining together. Is that sort of, um, uh, that spirit of give and take and love, and whether it's dressed in Christian terminology or not, I don't think is, is necessarily essential. I think, in other words, you can find some redemption even in the so-called uh, commercialization or the gaudy kind of Christmas, or Christmas where you, that doesn't have much Christ in it. Okay, let's take a call from Debbie in Brampton. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you, Libby? Fine, how are you? Not too bad, thanks. Libby, I could take the, your whole time on this this topic, but I just wanted to say that, to me, Christmas, I'm not a very religious person, but I am Christian, and um, to me, Christmas, without a doubt, is the Mass of Christ, the birth of Christ. So that's what... Christmas, to me, essentially is and always has been. Now, where did this war on Christmas come, and, and when did we stop saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays? It is Christmas. It is the Mass of Christ. Well, well, it, I mean, if you believe the polls, we haven't stopped saying Merry Christmas. That oh, It got know, to be very I mean. political in the yes. United States, and uh, people felt badly about it, but an overwhelming majority of people, you know, recognize it's Christmas, prefer to say Merry Christmas. And I'm glad to, I'm glad to, to hear that, and that's what I will always say. But why, you know, why did we change it to Happy Holidays to to not offend other like religions, for lack of a better term? Well, I don't, I don't think people of other religions, and I am one, are offended by it. And I'm going to bring Dave in because. Uh, 
I think this was in Dave's. It was either in Dave's or Frank's where they found that using the term happy holidays as an alternate started a hundred years ago. Is uh, that right? Dave, Dave or, or Frank, who, who's taking that? I think that's Frank. Okay, Frank. Yeah, yes. 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 Okay, uh, Debbie. I'm going to let you go, and you can listen to Frank's response. Okay, but but just again, just if I know you're you got time, you don't have time. But you know, to me, it, it we we complicate everything. We we overcomplicate. We overanalyze every. It was Christ was born now, so we say Merry Christmas. It's the it's his mass. So there 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 is and should be. You know, it's it is a part of a religious holiday. That's. Absolutely. Yeah. Debbie, okay. I'm going to let Frank chime in. Thank Thanks you. for your call, and Merry Christmas. And to you, too. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Frank? Well, um, the Happy Holidays uh, Genesis has been around for, it's been around for a long time. This is something that was uh, basically created by marketers, by advertisers, or, or used more generally by marketers and advertisers in the earlier part of the 20th century uh, in order to be more inclusive, not just of, of Christmas, but also uh, the New Year holiday, but also for people uh, celebrating other uh, gift-giving events, uh, or, or perhaps something like Hanukkah, uh, to be able to market goods to more people. Um, businesses, like, for example, one of the, the touch points for the beginning of the war on Christmas was Starbucks not putting uh, Merry Christmas on their Christmas uh, or their holiday cups. And this was uh, a huge boycott Starbucks thing that started <laughs> back in 2015 and 2016. Um, but these are just businesses uh, trying to be inclusive in order to try to make as much money as possible. Now, when we look at our polling data, it seems as though saying Merry Christmas is not necessarily very unwelcome. In fact, a vast majority of the people not only prefer to say Merry Christmas, but prefer to be greeted with Merry Christmas. Uh, so this is at the margins trying to make sure that you're not uh, off-putting a potential consumer of your products. Um, but it obviously doesn't really take away from the, the spirit or the meaning of Christmas. Um, and I think just to, to go back to the earlier point about the... the um, maybe fatigue from the commercialization, we asked what people felt about the holiday season. Over half of the people in our survey, almost 60%, uh, are relieved when Christmas is over. So this co maybe shows a little bit of the, the fatigue that we get from starting the Christmas season basically on November 1st uh, and moving through uh, you know a, a two-month-long season where people maybe prefer, like we were saying earlier, a shorter, more traditional Christmas season. But on the other hand, we see that um, Mariah Carey's song, for example, All I Want for Christmas is You, just became a number one song. So we have dominance uh, in, in some aspects, but fatigue in other aspects. Well, you know what? Uh, Christmas season. 
Uh, I'm talking to three guys here, and I, I don't I don't want to make assumptions about who prepares what. But if uh, any of you have been mostly responsible for putting together a, a usually larger than usual holiday meal with more people who may or may not be getting along, and and uh, complicated menu, then uh, you'd be exhausted even from the one day. <laughs> and I, I I mean I do it every year, so. Uh, um, and and probably more than once a year. So uh, that I think uh, that might account for some of the fatigue and and especially like this pressure for gifts and and th- there's also I think this kind of um, expectation for a lot of people that their their Christmas has to be kind of perfect, like something out of the movies, and that's just an added source of stress. Did, Dave, did you find anything uh, about that in your surveys? Yeah, we found that, um, so when you ask people whether or not they're, they're kind of dreading the holiday season, it's interesting that, you know, men and women are equally likely to say that. And it's only about one in ten who say that they're dreading the season as opposed to either, you know, really looking forward to it or feeling just kind of complacent, not really one way or the other about it. But uh, as we were talking about just the, the stress and, and the work of it, women are twice as likely to say that it's too much work. Uh, about three in ten say that that's the primary reason that they're dreading it is because it's just so much work. Uh, whereas men are more likely to say that um, they it's it's too expensive or it's just it's just stressful or creates an anxiety. Uh, women were more likely to say that they either you know they get lonely around this time of year, they miss people, or that it's just too much work and they're too busy. So uh, there's different aspects of it that um, are, are stressful for a, a good portion of the population. Um, but I should say, in the spirit of Christmas, most people just look forward to it and they don't really have uh, a ton of complaints. I think they're just trying to, to relax as much as is possible, even if you know, you're, you're not one of those people who dreads it. I think it is it is a little hard to just kind of relax sometimes and, and uh, just enjoy the season. Or it's, and, and it's one observant. of it's or it's one of those things that you look forward to. Uh, it, it stresses you out, and and even if you really enjoyed it, you're still happy when it's over. There are a lot of things like that. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's certainly something that uh, would be just as applicable in Canada as it is in the United States. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I'm going to give the numbers out again. We do have a few more minutes left on this. Uh, if you have thoughts about whether there is or ever was or still is a war on Christmas, uh, whether you think that we've lost the meaning of it, or whether, you know, people always just get nostalgic for, you know, good old days that maybe never existed before. Um, are you stressed out? Are you caught up? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. I'm talking to Dave Krasinski from the Angus Reed Institute, Frank Orlando from the St. Leo University Polling Institute, and Rick Saluton, who's a columnist for the Toronto Star. And, uh, you know, Rick, when you talk about broadening and the more inclusion of of different people and secularizing it, um, do you think they intended to take on the stress with all of that? Um, I think that, uh, you know, stress is a sort of inherent part of of all experiences. And I think if people are feeling stressed out uh, uh, at Christmas, some element of stress, 
at Christmas, the last thing they need is people start yelling at them that there's a war on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Um, I, I, I can jump in with uh, an interesting note about where where the war on Christmas, if indeed it does exist, uh, would be concentrated in Canada. If there's interest in that, uh, go ahead. The, yeah, the uh, it's interesting. I I, I I tend to agree with Rick that I, I don't think, especially in Canada, as we are um, a little bit less, um, there's a little bit less of a religious fervor here, I and mean, two thirds of the population still identifies as Christian. But what's interesting is that. The percentage of population identifying as Christian is highest uh, in Quebec, but also the percentage of people who say that they prefer holiday season is considerably higher in Quebec. Um, so the the percentage who say that they they would prefer calling it the holiday season is less than one in five everywhere in the country. It's it's lowest in Atlantic Canada, but it did, it does jump to three in ten in Quebec. And I was just I was scanning the the uh, political affiliations and block supporters is about four in 10 who say holiday season. Whereas, you know, for conservatives, 96% say that they would say Christmas. And then for our, uh, you know, liberals and, and new democratic supporters, it's about that, that one quarter mark. So I just thought it was interesting that it really is um, relatively uncontroversial everywhere in the country outside of Quebec. Um, and, you know, there's, there's a, a tradition of more secularism. I think that's something you're seeing, Quebec pushing for, particularly with uh, the the controversial uh, bill banning religious symbols. Well, uh, I mean, life. it's it's a, it's yeah, another sure. culture. It's it's it really is another culture, and and the way that you know it was uh, a complete stronghold of the Catholic Church, and and when they rebelled against that quiet revolution, boy, they rebelled in a mm-hmm. big way. Hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's certainly that something in. that we see in the data. Yeah, if I could just add in as well, I think this applies to both the United States and Canada on the war on Christmas. I think that kind of what you can see from the data and just, uh, you know, experience it in other data and other polls, but people uh, at this point are allowing their political beliefs to inform their religious practice rather than vice versa. And I think that we, we might see the intensity of people who maybe before wouldn't have thought twice about calling it Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas, now using Merry Christmas if they identify with the Republican Party or the Conservatives in Canada. Because they are really um, the, the primacy of politics in our, in our daily discourse has, has affected people that are, that are very politically active. And it has led to a situation where instead of people's religious beliefs informing their political behavior, we see the opposite. And I think that could be something really to watch as the 21st century moves on uh, and, and we have a bigger split between the religious and non-religious. Okay, let's hear from Ruth in Victoria Harbor. Merry Christmas, Ruth. A Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. I, I just want to tell you, I just love Christmas. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, every every uh, 24th, uh, new, uh, Christmas Eve, I go to the candlelight service at my church and uh, with a lot of my friends there, and we celebrate the meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus coming to earth as our Savior. And then I have four dinners in my home and because I have to accommodate everybody, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. And I see my grandchildren and uh, play with them and uh, give gifts and... Uh, it's just a delightful time, so I'm really looking forward to it. They always help me out, and I have a lot of preparation, but that's okay. 
So it's worth it. It's a wonderful time of year. Okay, Ruth, Merry Christmas. And you know, I think that's a wonderful note to wrap things up on for this segment. Ruth, thanks for your call. And uh, also thank you to Frank Orlando, Rick Salutin, and Dave Korzynski. And Merry Christmas to you all. Thanks for having us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.